interracial couples on a quest where fantasy and the real world collide. This is When Crit Happens. Welcome to Rakhatima, <laughs> land of the rising doom. This is a D&D actual play podcast that asks hard questions with real world implications. Hold space to discuss those after the gameplay. I'm Torsten Johnson. Can we have an introduction? Yeah, Torsten, <laughs> oh I will be. He came to slay. He's ready. <laughs> he already uh, this, slayed. We can go the, home. The end of the it's preparation. Like, it's like preparation done. Because <laughs> it's like it's like comes in with homework done that he assigned to himself and no one else. So it's just like, yeah. oh, great, you so get a gold star. Look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now uh, now I flip it on you and get you to do your homework. Oh Jesus! In front of us. Oh, great burn. Uh-huh. So let's let's, uh, let's introduce the cast. Who wants to go first? What's the prompt? Oh, uh, good question. Let's just start with I don't know name. Uh, yeah, we just name. start with yeah. Hello, my name is. That's all I'm gonna say. Hello, my name is Kylie Marie Brinkman. <laughs> Boom! We get a middle name. Oh yes. Anybody yes, else got a middle we name? Do, we do. We do middle names on this podcast. My we name, are. That's mm-hmm. that's what my we name do. That's... is Deanna Elizabeth with an S Woodman. Mm, mm, lovely. Yes. S. My pronouns are they, she. I feel like pronouns are also important. All right, great. We start with pronouns for sure. Hell yeah. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, my name is Joshua David Robinson. I also have three names, uh, and I use uh, <laughs> uh, I use he and pronouns for the most part. And now, back to teacher. Uh, well, first of all, Kylie Marie, you pronounce? Uh, she, her, hers. And uh, I will give you my middle name, which happens to be the same as this man, Torsten David Johnson. Oh my God, the Davids are here. <gasps> the Davids are better. here. Have one get out. <laughs> That's right. Yes, who did? Pronouns <laughs> are he, they. Yeah. Uh, so this is a podcast where we're going to play some D&D and Ooh. we're going to talk about it. So I, I think it's worth spending a couple minutes just talking about why we why we want to start this podcast what this podcast is going to do because importantly we're not just going to play D&D but we're also going to talk about it i have something very important to say yeah about this show and it is two interracial couples on a quest <laughs> to understand intersectional dynamics through the fantastical dungeons and dragons Yes. Snap, snap, snap. Yes. Well, thank you, Deanna. <laughs> that was just straight off the dome, right, Deanna? You just came up with that. Yeah, right. yeah. Wow. Right up, in the moment. I did not Improvise. definitely come up with that. I've never heard you say that for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, we'll talk about this a little more probably with the intros. But uh, Kylie is my partner. So we're one of the interracial couples. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> uh, and Joshua is my partner. I claim, I claim Joshua. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, in, in short... We're going to play the D&D, and then we're going to talk about what happened during the D&D. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. Why are we going to do that? Really great question, Torsten. Thank you. Thank you for oh posing that to the group. <laughs> I think, well, I'll just speak for myself, that it's like, I love... I love the D&D, um, but there have been, you know, in the past times where it's like you're playing the D&D and then something garbage happens and you kind of like just kind of move on and keep playing the game. And like, it's not a huge deal because like that shit happens in life all of the time too. But we had this idea that it's like, oh, okay. Like what if we allowed ourselves in this like kind of 
more structured, safer space that is created with like playing D&D with people that you like love and care about. Um, if those moments happen, what if we allow ourselves to really take the time to be like, cool, what the fuck was that about? Or like, oh, I'm feeling uh, X, Y, or Z thing. I wonder what that's about. So we were really interested in how D&D could work in that way as like, uh, we're all gonna be taking on like, and being in situations that like, are not ones that we might find ourselves in in real life, but like adjacent to shit that does happen to us day to day. And uh, we're really curious about what kind of conversations would come up if we um, didn't try to make it okay. Yeah. 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 And I'll, I'll add to that because I think that that, yeah, I think that's exactly accurate, Joshua, in the way that we were talking about it. And I think that um, for all of us here, being queer, being people of color, for those who, who are people of color, I am a white femme, um, so not me, but here we are. Uh, like, I think that we, we engage in, in role play in, uh, from our own perspective and from our own experiences. And oftentimes uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, like the, what I have experienced having played uh, games with an all-white man like cast um, or like other players is, is there isn't a recognition of I'm coming to this as a di completely different character, but I can't separate completely that character from myself. Um, and so it is really bizarre um, to be playing a male character, a female character, um, if you are not that person, um, and then having experiences from that perspective. So I'll, I'll just give like an example. Um, I think a lot, Joshua, of the time where there was a, uh, we had an interaction in one of the Dungeons and Dragons games that we were playing where there was some person being really racist towards another character and it was part mm. of like the gameplay and everyone was like, ha 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 laughing. And you, Joshua, were defending this like uh, person who was being discriminated against because you were in the gameplay playing a white woman, but you are actually a black man and the person you were defending the person who was playing the character that was being discriminated against was a white dude. And there was never a discussion. And I don't think it has to be a negative discussion, right? Like it doesn't mm. have to be like, oh, all of this was really bad and negative. Sometimes yes, and there should be discussions when that's the case. But also like there's so much we can talk about and explore there. And there's so much nuance that can help, I think, people understand better the different dynamics that are constantly at play. Um, and I think that that can just be really useful and helpful to have those conversations and just recognize each other in those moments. Mm. Yeah. This is maybe a tangent and isn't going to directly answer the question that Tor brought up, but I want to share why I feel like I'm here or why I said yes to doing mm. the podcast. Um, D&D doesn't always feel accessible to me because there's so many rules and there's like so many mm -hmm. things I feel like I'm supposed to know. and. Tor and I have had a lot of conversations about how, like, that shouldn't be a barrier to entry, and I tend to like to just, like, try new things. Like, try it once, and if you don't like it, then that's fine, but at least you tried it. So I think when I was asked to do this podcast, it's like, yes, I want to just dive in, but also when I talk to friends, when I talk to some of my girlfriends who are also people of color, the world of D&D is just, it's not even in their peripherals. I feel mm -hmm. like I said that word wrong, but moving forward. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you said it right. I mean, I uh, so I I felt like okay, I'm an Asian American woman. 
maybe it would be good to have a voice on this podcast that is new to D&D, that is mm-hmm. uh, Asian American voice, so that maybe someone is listening to this that is also identifies as being Asian American or who identifies as being female and is like, oh, yeah, if she can do it, then like maybe I can do this as well. Snaps. Yeah. So I That's love nice. that. Snap, snap, snap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else anybody wants to say about? I have one thing, which I just like yeah. being queer. Uh, my first, the first time I started using they, them pro- pronouns was in a Dungeons and Dragons game. My friend figured out that she was a lesbian by allowing herself to, or bisexual, to by allowing herself to have a female relationship um, in a Dungeons & Dragons game. I think that what Dungeons & Dragons is great for, for the queer community at least, uh, well, for everyone, but for the queer community particularly, is that it allows you to explore different facets of yourself that you may not feel comfortable exploring in your everyday life um and allows you to find some understanding of yourself whether it be that oh i am not this person that i'm portraying or oh i really am this person um and it's yeah i think it's really wonderful as a mechanism for that and i think that there has been more of a discussion recently about dungeons and dragons as an avenue for that but i would love to to really come to for for people to really see that and like understand that that is uh true and for more queer people to feel safe similarly to what you were saying kylie right like i definitely felt like it was a white straight cis man uh event before i started playing it and then i figured out really while playing it how creative and honestly how queer it can be and i think that has just been really wonderful for me personally sweet what about you tor well i really love building into the structure being able to talk about things because it feels like it gives me permission as a dm to create stories that have a ton of moral ambiguity and really really gnarly weird questions that don't have an obvious right answer because sometimes playing D, it can feel like asking that those kinds of questions and prompting that kind of situation is kind of dangerous because there's not enough time to debrief about it. But with the built-in time to talk about it, it's like, oh, we can actually go there because we can we can unpack it afterwards. Um, so that's part of why I think it's really exciting. It also gives us a chance to like play around with a lot of the different tools and ideas that have been bubbling up in the D&D space for the past couple of years, which have been really awesome. Um, you know, different techniques for making sure that everybody feels taken care of and that you're like, you know, not <laughs> intentionally or unintentionally culturally appropriating during your gameplay. Mm. Um, and it, and it sort of mm. gives us the the room to actually explore that in a podcast and and you know a more performative uh, standpoint as well as just you know because a lot of us do that in our home games, but um, but actually mm-hmm. sort of like showcasing how we can do that uh, for for public consumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that's uh, oh yeah good way to transition into talking about the world itself because 
I totally built this world to be full of moral gray areas and and also resonate with many of the things that are going on in the real worlds. Um, you know. But the so the world is called Rakatima, which is uh sort of Rakatima. <laughs> in essence it, it kind of means doom wilderness and and the doom in this case <laughs> is uh is is kind of in the in the sense of fate like doom as oh this what is your doom what is your fate um sense of that word mm. although it's it doom is also a cool cool word sure is just by itself so <laughs> The the campaign's gonna start on this main continent called Orboreus, uh, which is split up into three countries. <laughs> I just like how you pass your microphone like you're a spirit while you're saying it. So Orboreus. Yeah, yeah. Arboreus. Uh so <laughs> you, Orboreus? People Arboreus. Not Ouroboros, oh, Arboreus. But that's cool. How, how do you say that's it? what I, yeah, I thought? That's who you were going. Arbor, Arbor, like trees. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Ar- Arbor, Arbor, yes. Arboreus, like trees. Got it. Arboreus. Not Ouroboros, like Aurora Borealis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It is kind of the the realm of trees, plants, animals. Um, it's and in that way, it's kind of the most reflective of the world that we know. It's it's rather temperate it's warmer in the north closer to the to the, the equator of this planet right the, the p- part of the inspiration for this world came from an image that i saw uh drawn by tolkien about how he it, it envisioned the the worlds of of not just middle earth like middle, middle earth. earth is only one of them and oh. so mm-hmm. arboreus is kind of the oh, middle sure. earth of this realm oh Right. If there's a Middle Earth, then there's got to be like left Earth, right Earth, <laughs> exactly. Earth, down Earth. Right. Because it, I never thought about how fucking weird that was that it's like <laughs> yeah. Middle Earth. What the fuck is it in the middle of? There's this you know? image, and, and right. And so there's this image that he, I mean, it's like a sketch. It's a sketch that he made. Kind of the, the, the analogy is like back in the time of myth the world was flat and so you could sail across the ocean and get to these other lands but then the the world something changed the world and it became round and so middle earth is now round like the planet that we know it is but these other realms still exist but you just have to like only certain certain ships Mm. in tolkien's case the hallowed vessels sailing Mm. out from the gray havens can can like travel into the horizon nerd, line nerd alert. Yep. to, yeah, to find those. <laughs> um, so, so we have Tolkien. Uh, Miyazaki <laughs> is another big uh, inspiration for this world. And, and I, I don't want to give too much away as to why because uh, and how, because I think that'll, that'll kind of give a lot of the... Well, don't do that. But I think you could maybe find some some spirited away creatures at mm. some points in Ooh. in this world. Love that. And then the other major inspiration is just like the the trials and tribulations of our modern society. Um which mm. you, you know, Arboreus is cut up into these three large nations that kind of control 
most of the the land and they're all kinds of fucked up yeah love that that it's like we're already just gonna like jump in with stuff that's like already working with like a bunch of shades of gray um yeah. so that we can get in to see you know get in to see a miyazaki dragon yes <laughs> yeah exactly should we can we talk about our characters is it time please do it yeah time? do it <laughs> so all right yeah deanna what do you i mean like deanna you brought it up what are you thinking about Okay, I don't know what my character's name is, so that's a workshop for today. Um, I'm going to be playing a, I think it's pronounced Luxotin. Luxotin? Is, does anyone know? It's, it's an, I think word. it's Luxodon. It's a made up word. Well, the reason, I, the reason I think, yeah, yeah, you're right, Joshua, it's completely made up. There is no right or wrong. But it just like Rhinodon, like it, it sounds. Like a know, dinosaur? Like, that makes sense. Mastodon. Yeah. Mastodon, yes. No. That's the mm, one. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's an elephant creature. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it's a humanoid elephant. Um, they are strong. They are calm. They are wise. Does the character yeah. resemble physically an elephant or? A great question. Um, it does. Um, I and, and so in this world, for the, like, uh, we are able to based on Torsten. Well, Torsten, maybe you explain it because you explain it much better than I will. Oh, uh, yeah. The way that we that I like to run character building is that you take the racial ability modifiers and the racial traits from whatever the fuck you want. Uh, Like we use published material. So it has to be a set of racial traits that has been published by D and D or, you know, if you want to homebrew something, we can talk about that too, but that it doesn't have to line up with how you look. So like, I don't know, Deanna's Luxodon could have forest gnome traits. It's totally up mm-hmm. to Deanna and mm-hmm. what she both wants from like a mechanic standpoint, but also like what fits the story of your Luxodon. Maybe it totally makes sense that you are able to speak with the little forest creatures like a forest gnome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I am going to both look like an elephant and have some of the elephant traits. Um, so this creature is going to be a woman she has a very calm and energy and she's from pure which is the uh middle of the country it's the sort of the socialist uh, uh area of the country and she is very religious um she worships the sun god uh the but she doesn't just worship the sun god she's also been uh she is a paladin imbued with some gifts from the sun god uh, and the way that i've been thinking about this is that uh pure is a socialist country but they do have a religion uh this religion really doesn't need to do much because they've already reached the quote-unquote perfection that they need to um so in this religion it's much more about spirituality and all of these things but every once in a while here comes along a uh uh basically one who's been touched by the gods um and sh- their purpose is to help you know cleanse the world but what is this purpose if the world has already been cleansed uh so she's sh- her purpose is to cleanse the world she's kind of young and she's just starting to like get into her own and she now goes on a lot of mission trips uh, mostly to get out of the country because her she's not really supposed to exist but she does exist and the government's okay with her existing as long as she doesn't like do too much but she also like you know doesn't think she needs to do too much because the world is such light the world is such light Mm. um Mm. 
And that is uh, my character. And I don't know her name. I don't want it to be Karen, obviously. But I want it to <laughs> yeah. be like, I want it to be some like. Joan. Oh, Joan is good. I like Joan. Yeah. Ooh, I like Joan a lot. And then we're all Jays, which. Ooh, yep. Which is mm, nice. That's a thing. That could be a bit for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Oh, are we? Are, are, we? are, we, are we not? To are we? Segway to Joshua? <laughs> yes, I'm Joshua. I'm playing myself uh, because I... <laughs> no. So I'm, I'm a little earlier in my process. Um, I think... Um, so also, I think my character's from, from this, like, uh, one of the countries is called Pure, and it's like this place where it's like they kind of... You were talking about it'd be kind of like a socialist-y kind of, uh, kind of vibe to yeah, it, right? Uh, so Pure stands for the People's United Republic. Yes, so I feel like... Um, uh, so my character's name is Titan, um, and Titan came oh. from 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 Pure um, and, and left left the kind of socialist republic because it, it was feeling very stifling to them, um, uh, and because they had this dream kind of not even this dream but like we're definitely just feeling very constricted, very like unseen by the like by the this this like country and way of thinking that just felt like bet like that seems like the really value like traditions and the way that things always were done da, 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 da. and titan is just like but i that's not how i feel though and i like really want to be able to express and explore some other things and so new wasn't wasn't going to be long for for pure and and so has 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 since left um uh, I, uh, racially I, I think i'm gonna use uh probably half elf stats okay. um but i haven't exactly settled on exactly what they look like but um uh titan left to uh, to see all that the world has to offer because it's mm -hmm. like Oh, there, there. Yes, your one way of doing things is fine. I'm not trying to say that you can't do it that way, but I'm gonna do all this other stuff too, and that has to also be fine. I don't understand what your problem mm -hmm. is. Why, like, like I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to live here. I'm letting mm -hmm. you live. Why can't you let me live? I mean, look at me, look at me. I am living. I am living. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, so I'm that obsessed is, with this person already. Um, so that's Titan. <laughs> wait, 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 what, what, um, what, like, either you a paladin, are you a cleric, are you, do you, have you decided? Oh, that's so funny. Do we want to talk about that? Do we want to talk about it? Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, Deanna, you're, you're playing a paladin, right? I am. I am. What about you? I'm thinking, I'm thinking bard. It's hard Ooh. not to go bard with this energy that I'm feeling for them. I feel like that's got to be a, a catchphrase. It's hard not to go bard. It's oh, hard not to yeah, go bard. It's hard not to go bard. <laughs> they them pronouns? Uh, yes, yes, they them pronouns. Cool, cool, cool. For, for Titan, um, whose last name I need to still come up with, and it has to be a, a delicious pun, and I just don't know what it is yet. Mm -hmm. um, uh, <laughs> Great. Um, like Titan, your belt. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. You said it, and oh, now no. it's in the history book. And now it's here. Now it cannot be erased. In fact, if this is removed from the podcast, I will personally <laughs> come to your there house. Quitting. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's that's that it just happens. The inspiration you just oh, saw God. it. You just saw it happen yeah. right yes. now. Titan Yabelt. Yabelt. 
<laughs> yeah. I love that. I wrote it down. It's now your name. It's now your name. Um uh, great. Boom. So that's that's tighten your belt. Right on. Tighten your belt. Right on. Thank you so much. What about you, Kylie? Um yeah, I feel like you all have your shit together. Not that I don't have my shit together, but so I'm playing Joe, and I don't know how much we want to talk or not talk about what we have done in the past, but I was able to explore Joe as a character um, before, and I am not quite ready to let her go. I think part of being new at D&D is just like, character creation feels overwhelming and scary Mm. and so joe is still gonna be kind of who she was before which i'll dig into but like i'm trying to simplify her backstory and i think part of that will come from conversations with tor about like where we end up in this world because part of my backstory before was created because we knew we were going to be planted in the federated enterprises Mm -hmm. um so i'm not quite sure uh the all of the details of her backstory but so joe is a half elf who is a sorcerer she's from north angria mm-hmm. and her family has connections to the royal family i think her father works for them in some capacity that i might kind of change yeah that he might have a different backstory but what i'm thinking about what i've been thinking a lot about is I think that her father has some connection to royalty, and he, okay, this might be silly. I'm just talking and thinking at the same time. No, I love this. Like, he's probably some kind of, um, what is the word, minister of, I don't know what we would call it in this world, but like, minister of energy or something, and he's found this maybe, like, Mm -hmm. new technology of, like, sustainable (laughs) energy or whatever that looks like in that world, and is, like, starting to raise some flags about how things are being done. Like, why are we burning so much coal? And the royal family is like, shut your fucking mouth, we don't want to hear any of that. So, like, Joe's family is kind of under threat, and that maybe she needs to leave, or maybe they need to leave. This is all just, like, little brainstorming that I've been doing. But, um... She gets her power from wild magic. Magic. Uh, I'm keeping the rainbow hair that moves, and I think she really looks like me. So gay. (laughs) I have to keep her. I think in order to be able to like make D and D accessible for myself, I have to make her not exactly me, but like close Mm -hmm. to my own experiences, so I can really try to like explore her personality more versus being in my head while we're playing thinking about like oh what would joe do it's like i kind of want to have more just like impulsive reactions Mm -hmm. to things versus like intellectual thinking Mm -hmm. of how she would react and so yeah i'm going into this this session just trying to simplify so that i can make strong choices that's awesome. We love it. I love this for you, Kylie. And also, <laughs> I just want to say that like the first ever character I made in for D&D was the most complicated, motherfucking, <laughs> craziest shit that has ever happened. And simplifying is precisely the way to go. And it took me like seven games for me to realize that I was just fucking myself by making a <laughs> real complicated backstory. So I'm so happy you got it within weeks. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that you you just know that you want to play somebody that's close to you. I've had lots of conversations with other D&D players. Some people really seem to gravitate mm-hmm. to D&D in order to play somebody 
a character that's really different from them or might like mm-hmm. represent like one polar extreme of some part of their personality and other people seem to get the most out of D&D when they play somebody that's super close to who they are and it's like what do I do in this extreme circumstance and you know we don't have to go into all the possible uses of D&D as like you know therapeutic role playing and all of that but I do think it's kind of related <laughs> to like what kind of character are you drawn yeah, to? Totally. Someone close to you or far from you? Yeah. And I kind of figured, I mean, for everyone listening, for all those millions of people that will listen to our podcast, <laughs> they don't know me, so they won't necessarily know millions, other than this episode millions. that like I'm playing maybe a version of myself. Yeah. Only you will know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great I wanna I wanna for all of our, our premium listeners who are listening to this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just wanna let you know. Uh, personally yes. from my heart that uh, I absolutely hate the character I'm playing and I'm so excited to play her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't hate her. I, I love like, her. Love, I love hate her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I, I like empathize yeah. so yeah, strongly yeah. with her. But to your point, Tor, I think I'm playing someone who is yeah. very different from how I perceive the world, which is very exciting for me. Like I'm excited to like explore that. Yeah, I mean, that's, it, it's, it's interesting because as we, you know, I, I haven't heard that much about any of your characters yet because we're all just kind of discovering and making it up as we go and all of this might change by the time we get to the first episode but uh that was like one of the nuggets that seemed like that was why you even created this character to begin with was like the differences from yourself and then i feel like you joshua it's like a continuation like a continuation of your personal journey of exploration yeah 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 that's definitely true um because it's actually came out of a, a game that we were playing before it's like a character i was playing like got put in like a really fun situation and, and like started to like show different parts of themselves and i was like oh this oh is this who this person is and so now i'm just starting from there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's really yeah, cool that's awesome. right on well uh yeah you're gonna have to tune in to the actual gameplay episodes mm. to find out more about what we're talking about but in the meantime let's say we roll some ability scores y'all let's get some dice out do it holy smokes oh god let's do it uh, i never remember how to do this yeah, all right so here's what we're ability. doing everybody get four d6s it, it works best if you have four four d6s adam ready kylie i'll give you mine here Oh, big money, big money, no whammy, no whammy. All right, so the way we're going to do money, this money. is we're rolling for ability scores because who doesn't love to roll some dice? But instead of each character rolling for their own set of six ability scores, we're going to roll for one set of six, and then each character gets to attribute those to whatever abilities they want. So it's kind of like using a Great. standard spread but instead of the standard spread that comes out of the book, we're just going to create our own standard spread. So since we have three players, each of you will roll for two abilities. And I yeah, will yeah. write them down as you roll. D, you, you're primed. Roll, roll it up. You want me to go first? You, right, you got to keep constantly going first in this, in this You're so ready. Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I might have done good. 14. 14. All right, sweet. Middle of the road. Wait. In case anybody doesn't know this, we roll four. And then we take away Drop the, the lowest. The lowest. So it's only oh, we take three, away the lowest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's only three I D6. 13. Okay, 13. So you got a one. Yes. I got a one. Because I do yes. math. I'm so glad you said that because I was literally ahead. <laughs> All right, who's going next? Great. So- oh, yes. 15. 15. Oh, yeah. Nice. 
Wow. I'd love to see that. Right? You love to see it. You simply love to see it. All right, here we go. Oh, God. Oh, they all rolled all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two of them stayed on. I'm going to re-roll these last two. Oh. 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 <laughs> What? What is it? What did you get? It's a 17. Oh, shit! Oh, yeah. That's what we like to see. That's what we like to see. Golly, Jeeber. <laughs> Sorry about it, bud. Wow, okay. Here we go. Got some All right. mega powerful. Wait, was it 13 and 15? 13, was it 15, 15, 17, yeah. Jesus. Wow. Thus far. You guys, we are, we are level 70. All right, here, All right. here, come, here, comes, here comes a 7. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Okay, okay, okay. Ten. Ten. All right. That's what I needed. <laughs> We're so humble. Okay. That's an eight. That would be Okay, an eight. here we go. Eight. Nice. This is what I like to see. Because, I mean, the 17 is uh, manageable yep. with a 10 so and an eight. Okay. All right. Come on. Come on, let's come get some middling. Come on, let's come middling. on, Joshua. Middling, big at money, least. big money, big money, big money, big money, big money. Middling. Uh, ten. Perfect. Okay. Oh, okay. yes, love it. All right, this is great. You're still, you're still definitely more powerful than a standard spread or a point by system, uh, because you have a seventeen. Because we got a seventeen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got a seventeen, y'all. Awesome, everybody. So. Now we'll go away, make some characters, and come Woo! back and play some D and D. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. uh, in the meantime, anybody want to say any last things about what you're looking for, looking looking forward to, uh, as far as actually, you know what, you know what I really want to ask. It's not just what yeah. you're looking forward to; it's what you want. Like what? Let's just take a minute mm. to actually talk about what we're into. Like I know mm. I brought a bunch of stuff to the table. But I would love for those to be propositions. Like, hey, here's a world kind of inspired by Tolkien and Old Norse literature, Miyazaki, and capitalism, feudalism, and socialism. Mm. What are you interested in? You know what I'm really interested in? I am interested in exploring this, a person who has, who has been oppressed, who has the power to like not be. Mm. Um, and like what they end up doing with it. Like, just like imagine if like all of a sudden you got strong enough and lived in a world that was built in such a way that like it was okay for you to exercise your personal strength mm. Um, mm. and not take shit from people. Mm -hmm. um, but also like there's, there are still of course consequences to your actions, but mm. like knowing you're the shit yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm interested in getting into the trouble, that kind of trouble. Yeah. That good trouble. I'm obsessed with you, Joshua. I just want to let <laughs> all of the viewers know how I'm obsessed with that man. No, that's, that's really good. I think, I think for me, like, I'm very curious in exploring, which is why I chose this character, exploring, like, re religion as a, both a negative and a positive. Um, but my personal life has like I've had religion in my life since I was a child. I am not religious um, anymore, uh, but it was a huge part of my life for a long time. And I want to like just explore someone who like grew up religious and is like trying to figure out all of these answers to all of these questions. And I have no idea what she necessarily chooses in this particular in instance, but like 
just exploring what it means to be religion to be religious while also recognizing your religion is not necessarily um like the structure is not always great um what your belief system maybe isn't even always great and like you having to like re redefine for yourself what it what truth even means and how that looks Mm -hmm. and i can't wait for this girl to interact with fucking Ty. Oh, yeah. Ty, yeah. Yabao. Yeah. Ty, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I want, well, maybe Toro will want to cut this after I say it. <laughs> but one of the things that I want is I, I want to just be like. I want cut off. <laughs> Can you imagine? Thank you all for coming to the podcast. <laughs> Kylie had to use the restroom, so she's no longer with us. Um, I, I want to just like fully dive into this game to understand my feelings about like about D and D. Is it something that I love? Mm. Am I gonna love it? Am I just gonna like it? I I don't know. I've never really been invested in a campaign enough in a campaign enough to know. Mm-hmm. Um. And so really, I'm just feeling like I'm coming in as a newbie being like, great, what are my feelings about this going to be? From a previous campaign that we played before, there was an experience that my character had. This is another thing I want, switching gears, where I felt like Joe was presented with something and then me, Kylie, with baggage of what it means to be a female that looks like me out in the world like had a reaction to the moment that I wasn't Mm. able to act like I think Joe would have acted because I was in my head about how Kylie would react so I am interested and this is something some homework I need to do for myself of like creating a character that I can still relate to and feels you know enough like me but is someone that maybe isn't as polite or is okay making people uncomfortable with their not rudeness but just like honest opinions in the moment versus the filter the female filter of like let's make sure everyone is comfortable Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. awesome and obviously all of these things can continue to grow i just i'm so excited to play a character where it's actually okay because i historically always play fucking rogues i'm so excited to play a character that i can actually go in and just start hitting things Mm. and not immediately die (laughs) (laughs) yes finally uh, I also do want to touch on what Kylie has talked about, a, a couple of sort of referenced obliquely. So we have eight episodes of gameplay from this world recorded. <laughs> we were you still about? learning what? a lot about audio production and, um, and are still learning. We might sure still be. Let's not let's of, right, right, right. <laughs> but here's the thing y'all if we get enough here's the thing yep. if we get enough patreon subscribers premium. premium maybe we'll release that content premium content so i just want to say there's a whole hidden vault it's a vault of i have it i have it you know what it is mm-hmm. we have a we have a ball we have a gay ball in, included in that if there you want to see ball. gay shit if you like the gay shit pay us <laughs> <laughs> uh, got our hats in our hands on episode zero mm-hmm. yeah Shameless. already we're all Shameless. like help us hey i mean <laughs> i've got nothing the patreon's live so you know people can subscribe um, it's already no it's not live now i'm saying it'll be live by the time we 
Oh, Lisa's okay. Joshua. I was, I was um, like, yeah, I know. I saw Joshua. Oh shit! <laughs> if I say it, then it has to. Then I have to do it. That's the thing. I'm it has, you myself. have to do it now, bud. By the yeah, time you release be, this, it's going to be live. <laughs> it is. It's live. It's live now. You? Live. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you, person. It's it's live. Go. Go now. <laughs> well, this has been a blast of a, a blast and a half of a episode zero. Woo-woo! And can't wait to come back and roll some dice. Woo! Let's do it. Yeah. Yes, there it is. The dice roll. Great. Great ASMR. Great. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show, everyone. Full episodes will come out every other Wednesday. On the off weeks, exclusive content will be released for our members. Head over to patreon.com slash whencrithappens to join the community. Thanks for listening.